One of the greatest achievements in life is finding our purpose and developing the courage to pursue it despite all challenges, circumstances, and uncertainties. My name is Angel Rivera, the kingdom-minded coach, husband, father, and pastor. First and foremost, thank you for taking the time to check out our podcast, where we help emerging kingdompreneurs discover their purpose, embrace uncertainty, and impact lives around the world without sacrificing your values. Over the last 14 years, I've been on a personal empowerment and spiritual development journey that's allowed me to understand how to honor God while pursuing my passion and goals in business and life. Along my journey, I found it challenging at times and began asking myself, how can I effectively help myself and other people focus on their goals, honor God, raise a family, be a great husband and or a wife, build a legacy, start a business, handle all the issues of life, and still have the energy to remain positive, take care of myself, and remain faithful and strong through the journey and storms of life. The good news? It's possible, and I can help. I developed the Kingdom Driven Purpose Method, aka the KDP Method, and I specialize again in helping people like you embrace the uncertainties of life, discover your kingdom-driven purpose, and impact the world through the empowerment principles found in the Word of God. So if you're ready to walk on water, connect deeper with God, pursue your God-given purpose, and impact the world like never before, get ready. This podcast is the place to be. Welcome home. The journey ahead is going to be exciting. Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Angel Rivera, and today I'm bringing you episode five entitled, Peace in the Midst of Our Storms. I don't know about you guys, but the last two years has been a character-building season for myself, my wife, for our family, our own personal journeys, and our business. And if you have not been living under a rock, I'm sure it's been a struggle for you too. But how do we respond when things outside of our control are out of control and they're affecting us? They're affecting our peace, our joy. We get stressed, have anxiety. We get this feeling of uncertainty 24-7. Culture is canceling everything. Our values are being tested. We feel like we can't speak the truth because if we do, we may get attacked. Um, And what I mean by attacked, for some people physically, for some verbally, for some it's an ostracization of, you know, maybe our workplace, um, our school, our friendships, whatever the case may be, it's been a crazy, crazy season. And culture hasn't been helping. The media hasn't been helping. Politics is changing. The financial sector is changing. Our country is changing. The world is changing. What do we do to find peace in the midst of the storms? Well, my hope is that this podcast is going to give you some simple steps that you can apply into your life and your business to give you that peace. But before we get into that, I want to give you a few examples of the things that take our peace. Number one, bad influences. The kind of music we listen to, the books we read, the TV shows we watch, the movies we entertain. 
In Psalm 101, verse 3, it says, Feed and refresh your spirit. Don't stress it with ungodly, violent, or negative entertainment. So the word of God is giving us a prime example and a good word to follow after. We got to stop feeding ourselves the negative stuff that can come in, the bad influences that definitely come in through the music, the books, the TV, the movies, the news channels that we watch on a daily basis. We got to guard our heart. Number two, negative thoughts. Negative thoughts are powerfully destructive. We have to focus and we have to uh, meditate on what is good. In Philippians 4, chapter 8, it says the it talks about the power of negative self-talk. Write that down. Negative thoughts are going to dominate our minds. And if we keep dwelling on the negative thoughts, it's going to produce negative things. Number three, material stuff. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 and 20, it tells us, store up heavenly, not earthly treasures. So in other words, it's not saying that we can't have earthly treasures, but it's telling us to store up heavenly treasures, not earthly treasures. Prioritize the things that are, that are kingdom focused, not earthly focused. Number four, pride and possessions and the desire for admiration. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 through 17, says, don't get caught up in the empty rating system of our fallen world. Do not be conformed to the matters of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We spoke about that other verse in the previous podcast. We cannot get caught up in the rating system of the world, the class system of this world, because if we do, pride and the need for possessions and the desire to be admired is going to overflow into our hearts and we're going to get caught up in this empty rating system and it's going to leave us empty and without peace. Another big one is the fear of offending people. In Proverbs chapter 29 verse 25 it says be gracious and kind to everyone. Fear God not man. Are you fearful of offending people? And what I mean by that is not being offensive deliberately, but by standing in your truth, by standing in love and standing in the principles that Christ gives to us in the word of God, it's going to offend people. So don't offend people intentionally. Don't be mean to people. Be gracious and kind to people, but fear God, not man. Follow his principles and peace will follow after that. Another one is entitlement. <laughs> if you have any kids, you know what that looks like. But in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 to 8, Jesus didn't demand respect, appreciation, and or comfort, and neither should we. We get what we work for. Make sure that you are not having an entitled mindset, entitled characteristics, and entitled actions we have to make sure that we don't demand respect, appreciation, or comfort. That's something that is earned. Another thing that can steal our peace is injustice, right? This is, this is huge. There's so many scriptures that talk about injustice in, in the word of God. But in John chapter 16, verse 33, and 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 through 17, it talks about how we must accept hardship as a way of growing our faith. Injustice... Uh, having a victim mentality 
about everything that happens to us can steal our peace, but we have to look at it through a new filter system. We have to look at hardship and the things that are happening to us as a way, as an opportunity to grow our faith. Don't look at it as, oh, me. Everything that is happening to me is happening you know, to me, not for me. Worry is another one. Oh, if that is not a peace stealer, I don't know what is. But worry is pretty much birthed from a lack of trust in God. Do not let worry steal your peace. And there's a scripture in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7 again. You can go check that out. And last but not least, I'll give you one more big one that steals peace, self-focus. When we are self-absorbed and we're focusing on how we benefit from everything that we do, it's going to steal your peace. And in Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, it says, let's esteem God. In the end, this brings us the most fulfillment, peace, and confidence. When we focus on God, it takes our, the focus off of us, it puts the focus on Him, and then God will fill us with what we need, therefore allowing us to go into the world and do what we've been called to do. So I used to always think, and this is me, I used to always think that the way to have peace was to get rid of all my problems. I remember praying, Lord, take that problem away. Lord, take that person away. Lord, if you only did this. Lord, if you only did that. It was always, my prayers were always focused and unbeknownst to me, were always like directly or indirectly towards taking things away, you know, making things better. It was always the external force that was coming in I needed that to change. And I quickly found out that changing the external was never going to change me. It was going to continue to make me feel comfortable. So I come to find out that I needed to change me first. And then that helped me deal with the external problems so much easier. So once I got into the point of understanding that the Lord helps me and in the midst of helping me in my problems, in turn gives me peace, then now I'm now growing faster. I'm understanding why things happen easier and I'm able to grow in faith faster. And because I'm relying on God and relying on the peace of Christ to do so, then that helps me. And in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, it says, For us to us, for us, for to us, sorry, a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called wonderful counselor, mighty God everlasting father and the prince of peace so here it is guys this scripture in isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 it is telling us who jesus is and what he's going to be in our life how he's going to operate in our life and what we can expect an old testament mighty prophet is calling jesus mighty god everlasting father the prince of peace So while our problems may be big, they are not insignificant or big to God. But when we keep our eyes on him, he gives us a perspective that will make the problems in our life seem a little bit smaller. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. 
that is such an encouraging and beautiful scripture. I want you to meditate on that, to pray about that, to go back and read Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, so you can understand who Christ is and what he does and how he's here to comfort us, how the Holy Spirit works inside of us to give us the peace that surpasses all understanding so that you and I can be the man or woman that we need to be to be effective to be an effective person, an effective follower of Jesus, to be a, a great husband, father, a mother, a, a business owner, a marketplace leader, so that we can go out into the world and we can be a great joy in our city so that people can look at us and say, man, in the midst of the storm that is happening, you are standing strong. You are not compromising your values. You are still preaching the word of God in a powerful way. And it seems like you have so much peace in your life. So these scriptures, guys, they're just not there to tell us wonderful stories. They're just not there to read as a philosophical book that is giving us some hope and giving us some ideas and some tips and some hacks. This is the living word of God. This is the word of God that enters our hearts and has the power to transform us from the inside out, has the power to transform our lives, our businesses, our finances, gives us the peace, again, that surpasses all understanding. Here are some steps that you can do right now to Find peace in your life. How often do you spend time with nature? How often do you spend time with God? I guarantee you that if you just took time to just walk in a park that's near your neighborhood, to maybe go down to a lake, go down to the ocean, spend time with God in his creation, he will bring you peace and you will stop and finally maybe hear his voice louder than you have in the past. Meditation is huge. Meditate on the word day and night, the Bible tells us. Meditate means to not just empty yourselves, as Eastern religion calls. Empty yourself, don't think of anything, go up to the mountains, seclude yourself from all problems, all people. That's not what meditation is according to the word of God. Meditation is focusing our thoughts, aligning our spirit with what God says, connecting with Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit, and meditating on the word day and night. In other words, we are replacing all the negative thoughts. We are replacing our anxieties. We are replacing our worries. We are replacing our entitlement attitude, our self-focus, the fear of offending people, pride, position, desire, material wealth and material things, our negative thoughts and bad influences that we are addicted to. We are meditating on the word and we're asking God to replace all those negative things that are stealing our peace with the word of God. Another thing is be grateful. Wake up every single day and go to bed and spend your day focusing on what you can be grateful for. We can get so easily distracted by what we don't have, by all of our problems. So we have to be proactive in focusing our mind, focusing our thoughts, and being grateful for everything that we have in our life. And I promise you that when you do this, you are going to realize that you are blessed beyond measure and that you have more than you think you have. And when you're able to at least focus your mind and your thoughts and get that peace that surpasses all understanding because now you're meditating on the word, you're spending time with God and his creation, you're being grateful, you are going to start to have a different prayer life, a different perspective, and a modified filtering system that externally problems come in now 
and you don't see them the same way, therefore your life is going to start to expand and God is going to be able to abundantly bless you because now you're showing up differently in the world and you're now showing up listening to him differently. Another thing that you can do to find peace is take responsibility for your actions. This was hard for me. And I just don't mean actions out in you know, the world. I'm talking about responsibility for actions within yourself, the things that you think about, the things that you do, the things that you say, the things that, we, that hold us bondage, the things that put invisible shackles on us. We got to take responsibility for our actions, our thoughts, so that we can submit them under God and say, Lord, this is what I did. This is what I've been thinking about. Please take it from me. Responsibility is huge. Another thing that steals our peace and that you can do right now to find that peace is don't let your past mistakes define you. This is huge. Your past does not determine your future. Our past is our past that we learn from that we don't repeat if it brought any kind of negativity into our lives. Our past stays there. We stay in the present and we begin to create our new future. But we cannot create our new future if we're stuck in the past. So don't let past mistakes define you. Another great one is love yourself. Love yourself as Christ has loved you. Love yourself as God loved us. He is madly in love with us, so much so that he sent his one and only son down to earth to die for us, to live and become, to, to live for us, to give us an example, and then to ultimately make the ultimate sacrifice to give us relationship with the Father again. He loved us that much because he saw value in you even before you were a thought in, your, in our mother's womb, in our mother's mind. Before we were in our mother's womb, he thought of us, he loved us, and he knew us. So love yourself today. You have something great inside of you. You have a purpose already inside of you. You have a vision that hasn't been activated yet, and you have a mission that is yet to be fulfilled. I truly believe, y'all, that if you are listening to this podcast right now and you still are breathing, God is not done with you yet. And last but not least, practice acceptance and contentment. You have to be content with where you're at right now. You don't have to stop here, but be content and accept where you're at. Be okay with who you are right now. Be okay with loving yourself. Be okay with the past and being, you know what? I have to learn from that. I'm good. You have to accept and be content, but you don't have to stay there. But once you can get to a point where you find peace with where you're at right now, you are going to give God a beautiful white canvas to work with so that you can begin getting into an amazing partnership with God, creating the new life that you've always wanted. Amen. So I hope today's podcast helped you out. I hope these scriptures entered your heart and your mind. Please review them. Listen to this over and over again. Write down and think about the negative things that can come into our life to steal our peace. Apply the scriptures to those things. Take this seriously and then 
get these seven steps that I just gave you on how you can regain your peace back by applying the scriptures and shifting small things in your life on a daily basis. This is episode five, Peace in the Midst of Our Storms. The storms will never stop, but after the storms, the sun always shines bright. If you love this episode, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can always email us at info at thekingdommindedcoach.com. And when you get a chance, please leave us a rate and a review on iTunes. Your reviews and your rates help our podcast reach a greater audience around the world. Until then, you keep living life to the fullest. May you find your God-given purpose and go out into the world and impact lives. We'll see you soon. for tuning into the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast with your host, Angel Rivera. We hope today's episode delivered clarity towards your kingdom-driven purpose, ignited a greater vision for your future, and inspired a deeper desire to embrace all that God has for you. If you have any questions or feedback for new topics or episodes, please connect with us by sending an email to info at thekingdommindedcoach.com. And don't forget to share the podcast with everyone you love and care about on all your favorite social media platforms. Remember, we're better together and sharing positivity brings us one step closer to true fulfillment. Until our next episode, pursue purpose, embrace change, and impact your world one person at a time. God bless.